Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. And today we're going to be reviewing Scoob. So I've been sick uh, the last couple days, so that's why I haven't been doing as much. That's why I haven't been streaming or doing any reviews the last few days. So yeah, I figured I'd let you know. Kind of feeling kind of poopy. The part I take the most away from this movie is that I appreciate those live-action films that came out in the early 2000s more. I haven't been this disappointed from a movie I wanted to like in a long time. And that's depressing. Uh, for some reason, I never got around to watching this movie, even though I actually wanted to see it. It came out in 2020. I just never ended up watching it. I don't know why. I don't have an excuse for why. But I saw that it was on HBO Max, and I was like, hey, I wanted to see that. Let's give it a watch. And I was like, oh, this is not at all what this was advertised as or what I wanted to watch. So, yeah. This film was marketed as a film about a young Shaggy and a puppy Scooby. But that was only in the first 10 minutes. It also wastes its time by having a montage of the gang catching their first cases from the classic Scooby-Doo. We already know those things. We've seen we, we've seen that a hundred times. Why show it again for the millionth time? I know what happens. Everyone knows what the Mystery Inc. does. They catch bad guys who try to be monsters, ghouls, ghosts, all that shit. And they're like, nah, it's just some dumb motherfucker doing all this shit to do. That's how he makes you think he's this. Okay? And it works. Rinse and repeat. I, I liked Scooby-Doo quite a bit when I was a kid. Uh, the cartoon, the live-action movies, and all this shit. So... Yeah, I I don't need to see it for the millionth time. This Scooby Doo has been around since the like I'm pretty sure that like maybe at the earliest late '60s and mainly 1970s. So it's been around for at least like 50 years. We know what Scooby Doo does. You don't need to show the audience again what Scooby Doo does. Now, I th I thought this is gonna they were gonna try you know kind of make a better version of. A pup named Scooby-Doo, because that was a TV show a lot of people didn't like of Scooby-Doo. It had that's where like, you know, like Scrappy-Doo and all that shit came in, where they were all. It was when they were kids, and like when he was a puppy. So I thought that's what this movie was gonna go towards. They were trying to do a better version of that, but no. That, like I said, it was only the first ten minutes, and they're like, oh, back to adults, and the movie gets hijacked by other Hanna-Barbera cartoons. So I was like Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt and Dick Dastardly. Now, fortunately for them, I really liked Dick Dastardly because one of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid I used to watch with my cousin was Wacky Races. And Dick Dastardly was the bad guy of that show. So at least I got a cartoon in there that I liked instead of like just some other random Hanna-Barbera thing. I was like, oh, okay. But I came here for Scooby-Doo. If you were going to have other Hanna-Barbera cartoons, maybe call it something else. Maybe come up with a different name. If you want to use other Hanna-Barbera cartoons with each other, have like an Avengers Endgame or Infinity War of Hanna-Barbera cartoons, I don't have a problem with that. But don't market it as a Scooby-Doo film, just for the majority of the film not to be at all about any anyone in the Mystery Inc. besides Scoob and Shaggy. What? Okay. Neat. The cast consisting of Frank Welker, Will Fort, Zac Efron, Mark Wahlberg, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Jason Isaacs, Gina Rodriguez, Ken Jeong, Tracy Morgan, Simon Cowell, and Kiersey, Clem uh, Kiersey Clemens. Why is Simon Cowell in this fucking movie? Those are one of those... So I don't mind cameos in movies, but this one's just fucking stupid. 
What the fuck does Simon Cowell have to do with Scooby-Doo? He's just there to be an asshole. And then it ends up being that Dick Dastardly is also Simon Cowell. So, like, what? Why? Why even have him in the movie? Just, why? Why does he need to be here? Get rid of it. It's fucking stupid. It does nothing for the plot. And for some reason, he has, like, an effect on the story. He, he tells the gang that Scooby and Shaggy are the weakest link, which we've seen already in other Scooby-Doo stories. I don't need to see Scooby and Shaggy realizing they're still important to the group, even if they don't bring, like, what Velma brings, which is high intelligence, or Fred being, you know, he's, he's the strong guy. They call him the tank in this movie. And, like, Velma being, like, the empath of being able to, like, help people emotionally. And they're, they're the heart by the end of this movie, which has always been the fucking message. I don't need to see Scooby and Shaggy proving their worth again for the millionth time why 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 do it's the same fucking story like they've done it they've already done this better even though in the live action scooby-doo movies they've already they've already covered this and i don't mind them trying to show like the, the old classic cases now my, my problem is that it doesn't fucking nothing like they like in scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed they uniquely use the old monsters in a play that like they turned them into real monsters. And that, it, like, one of their classic villains came back for revenge and, like, took all their costumes and turned them into real monsters. That's an interesting way to take the original stories. This one doesn't do that. It just goes, look! Remember that? Remember that cartoon? And that's why, ugh, I just don't fucking like it. it makes no goddamn sense. Now, uh, I will say the best performances are from Frank Welker and Jason Isaacs. Uh, Jason Isaacs has done voice acting for a little while. Um, most of you, if you know his voice acting career, would most likely know him as the Grand Inquisitor in Star Wars Rebels, who I also really like him as. And I love Jason Isaacs. I pretty much like him in anything he's in. I, I, yeah, he's a great actor. So I'm not surprised he did well. Also, Frank Welkler, he's, he's fucking... Fo okay, he's, a, he's a career voice actor. He's been Scooby-Doo and so much fucking shit. And he's done a whole bunch of other stuff. And yeah, I'm no surprise. Of, like, the big celebrities here, I do think Mark Wahlberg, surprisingly, does the best job. He plays Brian, who's the son of Blue Falcon, so he's the new Blue Falcon. And I didn't actually... I, I didn't think he was too bad. And he wasn't great or anything. I'm not saying she was like, oh, like, we should have him in more things as a voice acting. But he's not bad. I don't think he's great. But he's okay. He's passable. Between all of them. I think my least favorite is Zac Efron. Now, I don't hate Zac Efron. I think he can be a good actor um, in a few other things. And I actually am interested to see him in the new uh, Firestarter, the, the remake of the Stephen King story. But, yeah, I don't understand why there's so many... F I, I told you, yeah, there's so many people in this room like, why? Why are you here? Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about the cast. It's, it's a pretty mixed bag. Some are pretty good. Some are, are good. Some are okay. And some are like, why are you here? Um, Matthew Lillard is much better as Shaggy than Will Fort, and it's not a diss on Will Fort. He's just not as good as him. It's just not. He, when I think of Shaggy and his voice, I think of Matthew Lillard, which is why he's been Shaggy in more than just a live-action movie. It's like he kind of made the character in the modern day of, in terms of voices. So he's been he's been Shaggy in like I think two or three of the most recent Scooby-Doo series. He's in, he's done a bunch of the movies. I don't know why they didn't ask him to be in Scoob. It would have been easy. Everyone, like, I would have been like, oh, good, he's in this. I like that guy. Easy, easily recognizable voice that's also a big name. 
Why would you not have them in it? It makes no fucking sense. It, it, so part of the reason why I kind of say that against Wolf Fort is that he it wasn't like, oh, he was also great. So, all right, I can kind of give it a pass to the Murray. But he wasn't as good. He wasn't as good as him. Why? That's why that's why I bring it up. It's like he's not as good. Now, I am a fan of a few things in this movie. I love the cute little robots created by Dick Dastardly. I like them. They're cute. I, I don't mind cute things in movies, and especially in, like, cartoons. I'm like, I like that. It's cute. And I like robots. I don't know why. I have a soft spot in my heart for, for droids and robots. That's probably because of the early days of Star Wars. I love C-3PO and R2-D2. I've even met the actor that played C-3PO. Yeah, I, I like I like droids and robots. I don't. It's just what it is. So I like the little cute little robots in here. They look, they're like these. I like them. I don't think I. Yeah, I feel like I'm rambling. Also, uh, I do appreciate how they wanted to make a love letter to the Hanna Barb to the old Hanna Barbera cartoons. I don't mind that. I don't. I like the intent of them wanting to show homage and respect to essentially the company that really had a huge impact on cartoons and animation and the medium itself i have a lot of respect for that company and i have a lot of appreciation for it so the fact that they wanted to be like hey man like i want to show my respects to this i have no problem with that unfortunately the way they did it is like eh, it kind of hinders the movie due to how they marketed it and how they wrote it it just doesn't work it feels like it just got hijacked that's that unfortunately that's what they did they caught it they made anyone watching this movie feel like it got hijacked from scooby-doo because you called it Scoob and marketed it as a Scooby-Doo film. So yeah, um, I'm going to give this movie a 4 out of 10. I think it's below average. I think there are some things I like about it. I like Dick Dastardly. I like his little robots. I think some of the voice acting cast is pretty good. Uh, the message is friendship, which I've seen in every fucking Scooby-Doo film, but it's not a bad message, so I'm not going to knock it for them being like, no, I want to keep this consistent in terms of the message of of Scooby-Doo, is that friends are important, and it's okay when friends can all grow, it doesn't mean you're growing apart. I don't mind that, that's okay. But, it, yeah, it's just nothing unique. Uh, everything's predictable. It's, I, I remember, if you're an adult, and you watch this, or if you, you're, even if you have some shred of intelligence, and you're above the age of 10, you'll most likely guess everything that'll happen in terms of plot in this movie. So, yeah. Now, you're like, well, it's a kid's movie, so it's going to be every time. No, 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 no. Not every kid's movie is written this way. Scooby-Doo, the, the, the two live-action films are kid's films. They're, they're, it's marketed towards children because it's Scooby-Doo. And those movies are not written the same way this one is. So I completely dismiss that criticism, all right? So, yeah, hope you enjoyed this review. If you did... I have a whole bunch of other reviews. Like I said, I reviewed the two live-action Scooby-Doo films. So if you're interested in that, go check those out. Um, also, I post all kinds of other shit. So I cover all kinds of media. So f just give it a listen. Drop a follow. That way, anytime I post a new episode, it gives you a notification and lets you know. Also, I've been a lot more people have been tuning in. So I just want to say hello. I appreciate you for coming in. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show. <laughs> you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, I also plan on streaming more. I was supposed to, I was going to stream the last couple days, but like I said, I'm feeling under the weather, so I'm going to try and get on that. Uh, <laughs> probably finish the Lego Star Wars game, so yeah. Also, summertime's coming. I'm, I'm working on losing the poundage, trying to be more healthy. That's, that's the main goal. I want to feel healthy. So if you also 
want to feel more healthy, or you want to feel more confident in your body, stay tuned and, and listen to the wise old words of Viking Fitness. So please stay tuned and thank you. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.